Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing healing the father wound. To begin, the father wound, which refers to father absenteeism, whether emotionally or both emotionally and physically, and or your father being a very critical, negative, and even abusive character can impact individuals and their future relationships in so many different ways. I'm going to quote from an article. This one is labeled Eight Consequences of the Father Wound on Well-Being and Relationships by Dr. Mari. He says that low self-esteem and low confidence children are self-centered by nature. They often blame themselves for anything negative that happens in childhood and particularly if not clearly explained to them. The inner critic, the internal voice, may be saying that you are not worthy of good things or that you are not good enough because your father left. Growing up, you may have felt different as a child if all of your friends had two parents and you grew up without an emotionally available or physically available father. Uh, Next, he says anxiety. There could be a combination of things and events that have contributed to you experiencing anxiety. Growing up with an emotionally absent father may have left you with a feeling of, I am not good enough. And perhaps you have hidden feelings such as a sense of loss, anger, shame, sadness, and anxiety is trying to keep those deeper emotions at bay. Mentions low mood and depression. Over time, your anxiety can turn into a low mood. On the other hand, you may have internalized your anger towards your father and him being absent and feel depressed as depression is anger turned inward. Uh, Next, he mentions anger and rage. Perhaps you've had the worst kind of experience with your father. Perhaps he used substances, was abusive, lying, narcissistic, otherwise unreliable as a father whose behavior deeply impacted you. Uh, You may feel like you are stuck in anger, and this can manifest in many different ways, he says. You may displace your anger that doesn't have an outlet somewhere else, like experiencing road rage. It feels like that it is not appropriate for you to express anger in other ways. You may also feel anger and rage whenever there's a conflict in a relationship. Next, he mentions two rigid boundaries. If your father has been unreliable, perhaps by not showing up or even being absent from your life, you may have decided that you cannot let people, specifically romantic partners, close to you and you have to protect yourself. Uh, The pain of dealing with the aftermath of being let down by your father, especially as a young child, may feel worse than the loneliness rigid boundaries can create. Next, he mentions two loose boundaries. You may feel that you have to be available to everyone else all the time. Perhaps deep down you feel that to be loved by others, you cannot hold your boundaries and say no when something does not suit you. Having relationships, emotionally unavailable partners. Unless we are aware of it, we often seek the same dynamics in our romantic and intimate relationships as we experienced in childhood. You may have had an unconscious wish to repair the early early father wound by having a relationship with a person that creates similar and familiar feelings within you as you experienced in childhood. Now, we often gravitate towards something that feels familiar because at least we know what we are dealing with. Being in a relationship with someone consistent and reliable can feel potentially emotionally threatening. If you often choose emotionally unavailable partners, you may experience a lot of relationship anxiety. The partner is, for their reasons, unable to offer you the security that you need, and you may end up engaging in various behaviors to get their attention, such as nagging, excessive messaging, oversharing, or other behaviors that may feel unsettling to your partner. He mentions parenting, repeating the pattern of emotionally absentee fathers. Parenting is hard, and when you first become a parent, you are flooded with feelings that may be linked to your own experience of being parented or experiencing lack of parenting. Uh, You may distance yourself from your child and struggle to build an an identity as a good enough parent. So those are some of the symptoms that, or I should say the effects of being raised by a emotionally or physically unavailable father. So I'm going to 
go into some of these specific details. This is from an article uh, from manalive.com. Uh, I'm not sure who wrote it, but whoever did uh, goes through some of the specific damaging effects of daughters uh, of emotionally unavailable fathers. So the article is labeled five surprising ways a father wound harms women. First, the father wound sends women on an endless search for love. Next, the father wound creates a negative filter through which she sees both men and women. Uh, the father wound can cause a woman to become enraged at men. The father wound can cause a woman to be terrified of abandonment. And finally, the father wound can cause women to fall in love with father wounded men. So I'm going to continue quoting from this specific article. He says that he quotes from his own specific experiences. He said, as I began to understand my own father wound, I was able to heal some of the chronic problems I had been experiencing, including becoming, becoming angry, manic, depressed for most of my life. Uh, he says, I've come to see the father wound often goes unrecognized and doesn't just impact males. Uh, Roland Warren, past president of the National Fatherhood Initiative, says that kids have a hole in their soul in the shape of their dad. And if a father is unwilling or unable to fill that hole, it can leave a wound that is not easily healed. Kids with a hole in their soul grow up to be adults whose lives become chaotic and dysfunctional. So essentially, when we have a unavailable father, whether you're a son or a daughter of an emotionally unavailable or physically unavailable father, the damaging effects are catastrophic. Ultimately, it leaves us with this emptiness, this vacancy, which uh, essentially leads to addiction. It leads us to a lot of dysfunctional relationships trying to make up for that loss of emotional nutrients from a father that should have been there. So now I'm going to talk about, first of all, how to heal the father wound. This is an article that I'm going to quote from uh, How I Healed My Father Wound by Marcus Lee. He says, firstly, realization. You cannot address a problem that you do not know exists. Essentially, he talks about how he had a moment of realization in one of his mentoring sessions, and he realized that he never defined what he expected from his father. When he finally met his father after 25 years, part of him still felt, le felt left down and disappointed. He spent so much time focusing on meeting and confronting his dad that he never gave a thought to what things would look like after that would happen. He had an end in mind, but not an end defined after he met him. He says, I still tend to analyze right through my feelings, but if you're more in touch with your emotions, you may be able to skip the realization step and start straight on with step number two, which he calls confrontation. He says, for years, my process was realization followed immediately by suppression. Even when you suppress your emotions, they still go somewhere. It's like deleting a bunch of storage on your computer, but never emptying the trash. Just because it's not on the desktop anymore does not mean it isn't taking up space. Confrontation is just like what it sounds, confronting the issue. So he says that this step is done in a significantly healthier way after you've had time to realize and process your emotions, essentially what he refers to as emptying the trash bin of your emotions. He says, it isn't exactly the most fun part because you never know how much it's going to cost or how painful it's going to feel once it happens. Confrontation can be as simple as finally making a phone call to the estranged person in your life, even if you're not sure about what you're going to say. So he says that when I finally confronted my father, it was during a phone call when I was 25. I decided to raise capital, hire a crew, and film a documentary about my journey of finding and meeting him. Confrontation, especially when done publicly, isn't easy, but it's the only way to get to the root of the problem and begin fixing it. Next, he talks about forgiveness. He says that at this point, You've identified and confronted the issue and brought it to the right person. But forgiveness is a necessary step that bridges the gap between confrontation and reconciliation. He says that since I had time to process, meditate, and get some insight from people, I was able to forgive my father by the time that I actually confronted him. He didn't owe me anything. I told him that I choose to believe that he did the best he could with the tools that he had. But I also made sure he knew that it wasn't enough and that I had some tough things to overcome as a kid because he wasn't there. 
It can seem harsh, but sometimes people must know exactly why you've chosen to forgive them. Next, he talks about reconciliation. He says that sure, it's easy to take the high road and tell someone you forgive them, but it needs to make the thousand mile journey from your head to your heart. He says, don't let lead someone to believe you've forgiven them, but secretly hold a grudge. Reconciliation is a heart connection to the point where you expect nothing in return. After you've given the gift of forgiveness, you don't hold your past pain against them. He says that calling my father for the first time was tough. It was scary. It was emotional, but he did it. I forgave him and not by just saying the words I forgive you. I had to forgive him in my heart first. Now I call him up and know there isn't any tension between us because we've reconciled. We've cleared the air. Our relationship isn't perfect by any means, but we've worked on it and he knows I'm not holding a grudge against him. And finally, he says restoration. Restoration is the tricky one because it's out of your hands. If you've taken the steps to realize, confront, forgive, and reconcile, and you've made peace in your heart about the situation, then you've done all that you can. Now, people say that time heals all wounds, but sometimes, if left untreated, time will only make the wounds worse. He says, it took me a while to understand this while healing my father wound. Don't suppress and cut yourself off from feeling. Living your life in a bubble will not strengthen your emotional immune system. It will only make you even less prepared for when something finally gets in. You need light and air, metaphorically. Many people have and will grow up fatherless just like I did, he says. But that doesn't mean we can't end the cycle of fatherlessness in our families. He says, I used to be a little afraid that I would be an absentee father because that's what I experienced. To get over that fear, I chose to seek out some of the great fathers around me and learn from them. He says, I don't have any kids of my own, but I know I'm going to be a great dad because I'll choose to be. So just some fantastic insights onto some of the uh, deep thoughts and emotions from Marcus Lee, how he describes overcoming his father wound. Now I will say like this is that for narcissistic fathers or fathers that will retaliate if you do confront them with the abuse that you have gone through, uh, ultimately might be a bad idea because they'll usually even deny it or project it onto you and make you feel bad for uh, expressing your feelings. So it's important to understand if you cannot do this in person, if you cannot reconcile, then role play is a great way to get these emotions up, get them out and express them, uh, ultimately be able to resolve them. If you do not have this confrontation with essentially the father in your head uh, in role play, then ultimately we recreate these experiences with people in the outside world. We project that wound onto others and we force them to sort of role play with us and oftentimes cause great damage. So one of the things that I do with my coaching is I do role play and I help people uh, sort of play out these unresolved conversations, emotional uh, experiences to allow them to get in touch with the negative emotions so that they come up to the conscious awareness, be processed and let go and healed. Now, it is said that the mother is largely responsible for the child's inner world, their emotional world, uh, sort of setting up their internal uh, experiences, and the father, the outer world, such as social status, the ability to socialize and become a confident member of society. So based on this, it would make sense that those with the father wound have a difficult time being confident, rising the societal hierarchy, uh, connecting socially, and being a strong standing member of society. Needless to say, the father wound wreaks havoc on our adult intimate relationships, really all our adult relationships. So when we have a father who is absent, who is abusive, neglectful, narcissistically abusive, and simply not nurturing in the way that a father should, it creates a deep hole in the soul that is extremely difficult to move past. It's only once we heal this attachment trauma, this deep relational wound, can we become whole, independent, and set ourselves up for a healthy relationship. Now, many people who have had these wounds of childhood, who have the father wound, who have the mother wound as well, fear that they will give this over to their children. But ultimately, unless we do heal, unless we consciously uh, bring this stuff up to the surface and work through it, then oftentimes we are at risk of uh, giving it to our children, ultimately wounding them. So 
This is why I believe strongly that a healing journey, confronting yourself, confronting the negative emotions that you have unresolved from your past, confronting the father figure, uh, the one in our head, uh, maybe even physically in the outside world, but definitely the one on the inside world, inside of our head, the, one, the voices, the negative voices that we have, that the inner critic that our parents gave us, until we confront that, uh, resolve that, then sadly we do recreate these negative relationships with people around us, people we love. So it's so important to uh, go on a healing journey and really resolve this stuff so that the people around you who did not hurt you ultimately don't uh, become the uh, punching bag, metaphorically speaking, of your negative uh, experiences. So if you're struggling, please reach out for a consultation. I'd love to chat with you and discuss how I can uh, help you out, heal your father wound. Uh, I can reach by email, info at yitzapstein.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time. All the very best.